Alrighty, welcome back to another episode of the Spilled Milk Podcast. Thank you for tuning in this week. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Welcome, welcome. Uh, we are going to be doing some more of the uh, Reddit reactions uh, like we did a couple weeks ago, so we hope you enjoy. Uh, so this one is titled, My Mother Ruined My Life. So first off, when I was a child, my mom stabbed my dad. She didn't know that I saw it was very gruesome, and I loved my dad a lot. My mother hated me, and she saw that I was jealous, and my dad loved me, and not her. She tried to kill me once by suffocating me. Anyways, when the police questioned me about my dad's stabbings, I told them that I saw my dad stab himself because I thought my dad died from the stabbing, and I saw, saw this as being taken away from the ambulance, and my mother was all I had left. Also, they questioned me right after in front of my mom, and, they, and I didn't want to betray her. I was like eight. The courts banned me from seeing my dad. I saw him once after that when he came to my school, but my mom found out and punished me. He got a brain tumor, and she didn't let me see him while he was dying either. The guilt of everything that happened and me lying to the police ruined my life. At 34 years old, I've suffered every day of my life. My mom learned from that moment on that her lies get her whatever she wanted, and she continued to lie for the rest of her life, putting my sister and I against each other, making me the scapegoat, telling everyone I was bad. She's gotten her way with everything. In fact, my sister thinks I'm the liar, and I am manipulating my mother. One time, she told me that only those things are going to hurt our family and are willing to lie, and that's the best and strongest way to survive. She is right. I'm weak. That is so horrible Damn. and sad. I know. Right off the bat. Right like, right off the bat. I feel so bad for people who have been through situations like that where something really traumatic happened when they were a literal child and then they have to like hold that guilt forever because realistically it's like yeah, uh, they did lie and to protect their mom, but they were 8, you know? And it's like they have to That's so like shitty of the mother like fuck that mm -hmm. bitch mm -hmm. she did this to her child and it's her fault and her kids shouldn't be sh suffering but she, like but he is she literally her mom literally stabbed her dad and the daughter felt so guilty that she said no my dad stabbed himself yeah oh the poster's a girl yes might be yes mm -hmm. yeah and then now now her sister thinks that she's lying about everything because she's so in love with her mom is it, does she, does her sister think that she's lying about, like, is she trying to say, like, no, he didn't stab himself, mom stabbed him, and the sister didn't believe that, or like? Yes, yeah, so, so the, the poster saw her mom stab her dad, um, and then she came forward and said, no, it was actually my mom that stabbed my dad, mm -hmm. not my dad stabbing himself, and his, and her sister's like, that's not true, mom would never do that, mom never lies, and is like. All on her mom's side. It That's sounds so awful. I know, right? And it, it's sad because, like, in that situation, you want to be annoyed with the sister too. But it's like the sister is also a product of the mother, and the mother has again failed another child, just in a completely different way. I bet you the mom's name is like Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the Tiffanys. Out there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I thought that one was funny. Funny. Well, just because it's so like back and forth. <laughs> Obviously, it's unfortunate for the girl, but I just think it's funny that, like, she, she was manipulated by her mom, and now she, like, doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And she's like, it happened 20-something years ago. I mean, 
realistically, if she went to the police or whatever, like, and told them that, like, no, I, I lied. Yeah. Like, would they even do anything? Would like, would they mm. take it seriously? Would they reopen the case? Probably not. If but... you have the right cop, they might. But I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of like, eh, eh, to that. And it's just sad too because then it's like the father who is now dead. It's like everyone has gone all this time thinking that he was this terrible person, or like, or just that he like killed himself or something, and he didn't. Yeah. He was literally murdered. Yeah, pretty much. That's horrible. So Dude, sad. fuck that. I found one that was kind of... Okay. Um, it's called... Oh, and by the way, this is from a thread called True Off My Chest. So these are all like confessions that were done today. Mm-hmm. So title of this one. I sent my child to wilderness therapy and I'm not sorry. My daughter is a sociopath. Ever since she was a child, she never seemed normal. She was always drawn away from us and very hostile. My partner and I lock her in her room at night to protect ourselves and to make sure she doesn't get into anything dangerous to harm us. We have caught her trying to get into our gun safe as well as multiple attempts of grabbing knives from the kitchen to try to kill our son. We have tried everything. We have given her love, attention, toys, heart-to-heart conversations, one-on-one hangout days, and therapy. We even admitted her to a mental hospital for a year because she kept threatening to kill us and her little brother. Nothing has worked. Her therapist tells us everything we already do. Every other day, we plan family game night, like just dance, bingo, etc. And it always ends with my daughter threatening to murder us in our sleep. She was soon after in a mental facility for two years after that. And when she came home, she was somehow worse. It got to the point where I was afraid for my family's safety, especially our son. So I looked into wilderness therapy. Before anyone says it's bad, I know. I know it's bad. I know how they treat the children there. At this point, I just want my daughter gone. That family, this family has taken enough of her abuse, and I have tried to make sure it didn't get to this point. I even asked family members if they could take her in, and they all declined because they are all afraid of her and don't want to handle her. So I admitted her in, and she leaves Monday. She is 16 and will stay there until she is 18, where she can check herself out and leave. Before anyone calls me a bad parent, understand that it's hard to have a child be a part of your life when they grab a knife from the kitchen in the middle of the night and try to unlock your door to kill you, or when they try to down drown your other child. I understand this will be hard for her. I will always love my daughter and will miss seeing her, but she needs to know that this happened because of her actions and negligence. And then there's an edit. um, And they said, for those asking why I can't put her back in a hospital, she always gets sent back early with therapists claiming she has made improvements and is not a threat to us. I understand many people are wanting her to go to a hospital instead, but they keep sending her back and ignore my words when I tell them what she has been doing to us. They shrug it off and send her home. Also, a lot of people are commenting that I am throwing my daughter away when that is very far from reality. I love my daughter with my whole heart and I never want anything bad to happen to her. However, I need to make sure my family is safe from her and this is the only way I can do that. I also want to know I will update when I tell her and read the note she will receive when she gets there. Whoa. Yeah. Also, I've never... Have you guys heard of wilderness therapy? Mm Because I've not heard of that. I don't know what they do there. I'm assuming they just send the kid like into the middle of the woods, right? They probably just what send the kid to the middle of the woods, have a bunch of camp counselors, and then have a bunch of like mental health sessions yeah, probably. throughout the day. Like camp counselors that are like yeah. kind of mean, and they like kind of treat them like shit. Yeah, yeah. Because wilderness therapy, also known as outdoor behavioral health care, is a treatment option for behavioral disorders, substance abuse, and mental health issues in adolescents. Patients spend time living outdoors with peers. Reports of abuse, death. Deaths and lack of research into efficacy have led to controversy. 
So it's an unethical place. It so sounds like they, they kind of just send them out and are like, survive. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would love that. You want to get sent to wilderness there? Yeah. You should go on Naked and Afraid. Should I? Honestly, though, you should. Real talk, though, I think a lot of these types of programs where you send like troubled children. Uh-huh. Like, there's always some sort of issue with it. Yeah. And it's, like, yeah. hard to draw the line because it's, like, yeah, these children are bad and they're acting out. But it's also, like, that doesn't mean you can send them somewhere and, like, literally torture them. I don't know. That's true, I guess. I also want to play, like, devil's advocate. And, like, as you were reading that, I thought of the parents as the problem. It started somewhere, right? Like, there, there's no way you... Just have a kid who is murderous. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't like know. It, like Probably it, not. Like kids learn from things that they see and hear. So you can't like take the parents out of the picture. Yeah. Like, she must have learned it somewhere. And I think that's the hard thing with any of these posts that you read is you never know how true they are. Because a lot of people do just come on and make shit up. Sure. Um, but it is hard because like, I don't know. Part of me believes that. But I also do kind of believe that some people are just born crazy and Mm -hmm. nothing you do can fix that and i think that you see that when you look at a lot of different like serial killers they a lot of them i mean everyone's gonna claim that they like grew up in a loving household like and a lot of those stories about famous serial killers like you do hear that they came from a loving family some didn't but some do and like they still turned out that way and like we talked about in our last episode too it's like there is like a chemical like they are built different Mm -hmm. And I don't know if we can change that. Like, mm-hmm. at least not where science is right now. But in a lot of those cases, it's also like there's something that caused them. Like, in some cases, yes, they are literally just born insane. But, like, I've, I've heard in, like, psychology class that if a kid was raised by their grandma who posed as their mom, like, something happens. For the for the worse. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, but then it's like, look at all the people who come from traumatic upbringings and households who don't turn out literally. Yeah. Insane. Like, I don't think it's like a human default in trauma in childhood to become like murderous. Yeah. But I don't know. I've heard people saying that like in the future we're gonna have like shots and like. Pills to, like, cure mental illness like that. What? Yeah. How far into the future? I don't know. I <laughs> I saw someone talk about it, and they were like, yeah, I think I think at, at a point we're literally going to have pills that, like, if somebody killed somebody, that we, like, give them a pill, and then they, like, don't have that happen anymore, or they don't think of it. Not like a medication. It's almost more of a, like, uh, like a stimulant blocker. Because like antidepressant meds are kind of like that. They they um they like up certain hormones in your brain, so you only think about so much. You don't necessarily think about depression. Yeah. But now turn that into like murder and that type of stuff. I just don't know if I could see that working like completely. At least not anytime soon. Maybe like if it gets more developed, it'll be different. But I've heard stories about um like pedophiles who have been chemically castrated um Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah like it it kind of changes something but like it it doesn't like the thinking about things and like 
it just doesn't go away though so i don't know it's like weird yeah. all mental like we just don't know anything yeah. about the brain genuinely do you know how much different society would be if we like fully understood the brain I feel like it would solve a lot of problems, but it could also like lead to more problems. Yeah. Yeah. True. All right. So this one is my 26 female husband, 26 male, has gotten really close to a female classmate. Sussy. So the last six months have been a roller coaster in our relationship. A lot of constant fighting and overwhelming emotions. That's never really happened to us in our whole marriage slash relationship seven and a half years. There has been an instance where I've been given a few reasons not to trust him, including this newer relationship with this female classmate. For a good majority of our relationship, he's been he's never been interested in hanging out with anyone, mostly because his old friends were a really bad influence or their lifestyles didn't align with his. He's got a good head on his shoulders and he is very loyal. Even with the female friends, he's picky and makes sure not to be around women that flirt or would try anything like this in general. Not that that would not that he would be tempted anyways. This new friend of his is very respectful, religious, and she treats my husband very well. I've been in a lot of, or I've been a lot better these past few weeks, but before that, I was very compulsive and would not say anything to get reassured, or to make sure that he would give me reassurance to the point to where it was very overwhelming and I needed his assurance. Mind you, he's already got the type of, or he's already the type to reassure me constantly without even asking, but my jealousy took over. I was very emotional, which I'm sure pushed him a lot closer to her. I know that my feelings are valid too, especially since the new uh, th- this is all new within our relationship, and I never expected this dynamic to happen to us to the extent that it has. I guess I'm just needing success stories where people got through jealousy or how people overcame this phase. I love my husband. He's so patient and understanding and has never stopped me from hanging out with my friends. I know he deserves meaningful relationships, which doesn't have a lot of beside, which he does not have a lot of meaningful relationships besides ours. I really want to get over this hump so we can be happy and live our life, and that he can live his life freely without my insecurities. I also want to feel like, I do not want to feel like this anymore, and I want him to be happy, and I want me to be happy, and this is not worth my time. Um... And the, what does TLDR stand for? Too, Too long, long, didn't, didn't read. read. Ah. <laughs> so, and then, so then it says TLDR. My husband has gotten close to a female classmate during a point in like our a relationship. Brief summary of yeah. Um, they hang out all the time, that. and I want this to be okay, but I can't. What do I do? I'm kind of confused what the problem is. Is it just that he's spending a lot of time yeah. with her? Yeah. Is that like, she's he doesn't getting, hang she's out with She's getting jealous. Yeah. He doesn't hang out with a lot of people, and now he's hanging out with her a lot. But apparently she's a really nice person and, like, yeah, very um, kind to him. I mean, at least it at least sounds like the poster is not approaching it in a, a toxic way. Like, mm-hmm. it seems like she's genuinely, like, I know that it's, like, not fair for me to feel this way. Like, how can I be better? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's tough. I feel like jealousy is not something that you can just, like, talk yourself out of, you right. know? Um, and I think like with the situation that would be tough if he doesn't usually hang out with people and then all of a sudden he just wants to be with this one girl all the time. Like Mm -hmm. I think that would make me feel like kind of jealous and insecure also. Um, but I think that she just, it seems more like an advice post, but it just seems like all she can really do at this point is like remind herself 
of what she just said there that like he is loyal Mm -hmm. he is trustworthy he's never given her a reason to doubt Mm -hmm. his loyalty i don't know i don't with the type of guy that he is at the end of the day you're in a relationship you have to trust your partner Mm-hmm. like they're married right. they've been in a relationship yeah. and they're married for yes. seven and a half years yes. how old were they again like 24 like 26 uh, yeah 26 yeah. and 29 yeah they're also a bit younger so yeah that makes it hard too. I, it just sounds to me like she's just like just insecure she's just like mm-hmm. you can't fix that obviously but right. it's like if you're worried about it i know this is hard to hear for her but it's like just find out how to not be insecure and just be okay yeah. with what you're doing you just have to trust him that's the that's mm-hmm. the best you can do like if you if this girl actually likes the girl and like respects her enough to say like no she's very kind and like very very nice to him like a good person yeah. like what like, i've had that happen to me before yes when someone thought i was in love with one of our friends <laughs> all right <laughs> wait am i missing something here you know. We'll, I think I think I've told we'll you tell before. You. We'll I think I I think that. I know, yeah. but, but I don't remember. You do know. You definitely know. I probably not. Um, but <laughs> the, way, the way this dude said that, Perch said that, and then just goes and just stares at you and just goes, "Yeah, I wonder who did that." Well, it wasn't me. Like it, yeah, I, but like you know, I know I know what yeah. he's talking about. I know exactly. Mm-hmm. What he's like about. like there's not there's in that position as the guy. There's not much. I there's not much more I can tell you. Yeah. Like, there's, yeah. there's no way for me to prove mm-hmm. it. Well, and he seems like a calm enough guy to, like, if, if he did do something, he would have said, hey, babe, like. Maybe. I, I messed up. I mean, maybe, maybe not. You're right. Yeah. I'm just, so, I'm just thinking, like, it doesn't seem like there's any issues in their relationship. Yeah. yeah. But again, it, it sounds like she's genuinely, like, coming onto Reddit to be like, I know it's not fair mm-hmm. for me to feel mm-hmm. yeah. like, how can I fix yeah. it? So that's why I don't think, she doesn't sound like she's, like, doing anything wrong. It's, I don't know if they've had a conversation yet, but I think in those situations, it's always good to just bring it up and like sure. let him know how yeah. you feel about it. And that doesn't necessarily mean that anything's going to change, but at least like it's out there what, what you're thinking and how you're feeling. And he's aware of that. And maybe True. he'll be a bit more conscious about it. Um, but it's also like maybe what she needs is just a one-time like reassurance. Like, oh, hey, like I hear you. Like, and I want you to know, like truly, like we just are good friends and like that's it. Mm. And maybe just hearing those words once will like make her feel better. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean at the beginning she said I think they're fighting too, so I wonder if it's like is she starting the fights too and is like mm. stop hanging out with her? Or is it like, why do you always hang out with her and not hang out with me? Yeah. I mean, I, I do think with that too, it's also like it's so important that when you approach a conversation, you don't just jump to accusing. You have right. to like talk. Yeah. Yes. People are way too short triggered when it comes yeah. to just like accusing people of just like random, mm-hmm. random shit that yeah. like does not matter. But I, I do think the context of their relationship matters. Like it sounds like they are a young couple if they've been together like seven years. They got married young, probably when mm-hmm. they were like 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like that's probably like the only relationship she really knows in her life. And it's just I think people go a little crazy when they feel like something is that they love so much is like slipping away. Um, and I think that's just kind of like where she is, but I want to know her dating history before she met this guy. Yeah. Like how many boyfriends did she have? How long were they? How Why did they end? end? Yeah. yeah. Like that's what I want to know. Cause if it's like every single time it's like, no, I just felt like he, he was into someone else or like he broke up with me or blah, yeah. blah, blah. Or like what, like what's the situation? Like what hurt you that much to where you're like so worried about mm-hmm. it? You are married. Like you are literally legally and financially bound to this other person. Yeah. 
I think it's so just kind of like Whoa. I really think it's just communication talk. It's yeah. it's one of those things where it's like it really is kind of like up to her to fix. And I mean, I could see like if he spends more time with this girl than he does his wife, then maybe the solution is like you can still hang out with her, but can we maybe spend yeah. more time together since we are married? Can we um, have some more married time? But it's together? also like if you can't find a solution, it's like one of those things you have to decide if you can live with it or not. Is this the hill you want to die on in mm-hmm. your marriage? Because then if they split up and like she divorced him because she was all worried about it and he was like, no, nothing has literally ever happened. She's just a friend. Yeah. Then she's going to feel guilty. But then what if he ends up with her? <laughs> it's like when they end That's up with a person that they told you not to worry about. <laughs> it's one of those situations. I mean, yeah, that would suck. But like, eh, you know, yeah, eh, it, you know. can't do anything about it. Yeah. It does know? sound like the main issue, though, is like her own insecurities. And that's something that she has to work through. Yeah. 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 I saw this other one and it's I see posts like this a lot and I feel like it could lead to a good discussion. But um this person just said, I forgot it was my birthday and I'm alone. Oh no. I'm thirty two today. Nothing special, no big deal. In fact, I was reminded it was my birthday via a phone call from my mom. So I'm here at work keeping quiet, doing my job and feeling kinda down. Now that I've been reminded that it's my birthday, not the first time I've forgotten. I plan to turn things around for me tonight. Gonna smoke some weed, treat myself to a nice steak dinner, and go watch Oppenheimer alone. Cheers. Um, but I see posts like that all the time where people are just like, I forgot it was my birthday. Or no one remembered that it was my birthday and shit like that. And I feel like this topic of just like anniversaries, holidays, birthdays, like they're so overrated. And I feel like they always just like, you have this big expectation of how they're going to go and they're always disappointing. I Am love I birthdays. I'm never going to forget that yeah. it's my birthday. Like when it's June, trust me, I'm thinking about my birthday in like March. I'm like, <laughs> shit, like my birthday's yeah. almost coming up. So like, that's hard for me to like empathize or even sympathize with that. I'm just like, I just, I, I, mean, I yeah. just don't forget. I would never forget my birthday too, but I do always feel disappointed on my birthday because I always think it's going to be more fun than it is. Mm. And I think that's mm. also an age thing. Just like when you're older, they get less excited. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, my grandma's birthday was yesterday. So we gave her a call and she lives in Thailand. So it's like, she was just there yeah. in the house, just doing her normal day. And we asked her if she, was, if she was like going to dinner or anything with my other relative. She was like, nope, just staying home today, <laughs> doing my fucking thing today. Yeah. That's such an old person thing yeah. to say. Yeah. They're like, nope, I'm just going to have my tea and just, yeah. yep. just chill at the house yeah. all day. I mean, especially when you get to that age, it's just like well, another fucking year. Yeah. Like you've mm-hmm. had like what 70 birthdays yeah because it's what like yeah probably like one through 16 are like really impactful yeah, yeah. and then 17 stupid yeah 18 like is cool big 21 is cool 20 20 is cool because you're not a teenager yeah. but then 21 outshadows that because yeah. like you can right. drink but then it's like 25 then 30 and then it's like yeah i feel like it's like decades and then yeah. it's like 50 yeah and then 65 but then and then like, like 80 like 80 or 100 like yeah. i don't know it's weird though because i feel like once you reach like 40 they're like depressing and then you reach like 80 and it's like whoa she's 80 and then they're like excited yeah. everyone's like you're 80 years yeah. old like wow you're really old that's so cool yeah but also not because you can't really do anything for yourself yeah <laughs> maybe but i don't know i think my point is just that we put too much weight on birthdays and like they should be fun still. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It makes me sad because I do think a lot. I know a lot of people who just like feel that way about birthdays or it's just like, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, like, and I kind of feel that way sometimes too. Um, but I think we just need to, they're just another day and they can be about you and you should do something fun. 
But like, don't be sad if it's like not the most exciting day in the world. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. still like your birthday. He was what, 32? Like, yeah. You're 32. Like, you're not having an exciting birthday for another 18 years. Yeah. Bro. Like, <laughs> you better get ready. Like, you could argue like maybe 40, like every decade, but like, even turning 40, you're like, yeah, I'm 40. Cool. I mean, yeah. you're <laughs> I out of your like 20s, you have, you're like, out of your 30s. Good for you. I feel like you have like no empathy. <laughs> You're just like me, whatever. Well, it's I'm fine. Just, just like get over it. Well, I'm just like I literally birthdays are cool and literally to me they're cool until you turn 30 cuz like you're out of your teens, you're out of your 20s, like you're 30 now, you should be getting your shit together, but then it's like after 30 it's like wow. Like what's the difference between thir- turning 32 and 46? <laughs> literally yeah. nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? It would still true. suck to just be alone on your birthday because it sounds like his mom is the only person who remembers. Yeah, yeah that's, like, that's, that's kind of sad. That is kind of sad. But good for but... him. Like, yeah, go home, smoke your weed, eat your steak, watch your fucking movie. Yeah. And honestly, if he has a great time doing that, I hope you have a great birthday. Yeah. You know, if you've forgotten mm-hmm. you're alone, hey, if you can do all these things for yourself, that's yeah. all that matters, bruv. Like, <laughs> why not? We wish you a happy birthday sir yeah happy birthday happy 32nd birthday reddit what's, user what's the username <laughs> muffaga jones <laughs> <laughs> no, you're lying <laughs> muffaga jones <laughs> m-u-h-f-u-g m-u-h-f-u-g-g-a jones <laughs> I didn't get it until I read it out loud. Muffuck it. Jones. <laughs> That's great. Hey, I hope you have had an absolutely bitchin' birthday. Yeah. And I hope that Oppenheimer High was awesome for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I really I really do, Jones. My, my boy Muffucker Jones. <laughs> yeah. Perch, do you have one? Or yeah. Yeah, I have one that's a little bit like TMI, but it, I, feel, oh, I thought it was that, funny. <laughs> yeah, we love, we love TMI. Okay, my husband peed while he was inside of me. <laughs> Wait, that's possible? I guess so. I, I thought it was like impossible to do that. I guess it is. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. So I'm gonna going anonymous. I won't mention any names or ages. My husband literally peed inside of me last night while we were having an intercourse. Having an intercourse, it freaked me out, and I didn't know how to handle it. It was so weird. And I really can't put it into words how I felt, but I don't. I do want to point out that I'm upset because he previously told me about trying to do it, and I already said no. But he went ahead and did it anyway. I was completely caught off guard. I did not agree to this weird experience, and I definitely didn't enjoy it. We had an argument, and he said I killed the fun with my reaction, but he already knew how I felt about it. I'm still hung. He still hung up on the fight, saying how I overreacted for no good. For no good reason and at all, but I don't know. I found it really unpleasant and just weird. So he did it on purpose. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that, that, that is so, what? Yeah, that's fucked up. That is really fucked up. That's fucked up on his part. That would make me feel also, so that's, dirty that's and disgusting. nasty, dude. Yeah, how do that you get that out? Off. I don't know. You have to sit there and wait for it to fall out of your fucking vagina. That's how. Oh God. <laughs> and some so of it gross. will probably just be stuck up there for however long. That's fucking yeah, disgusting. That's how to get a UTI and I am pissed bro. for her. Yeah. Yeah. What if that alone? That alone probably did give her a fucking UTI. That's fucked up. You're supposed to pee after sex, and she's peeing well, two like, people's sure, pee. Sure, if she was into it, maybe. 
I mean, yeah. given like, like I know she said she didn't things. like that, but you never know. That could be that could be a kink of hers. <laughs> so maybe it, wasn't, it, it sounds his, like it's a kink of his. Yeah, that's fair. But it's one of those things that is so out there that even if they had talked about it before and she said she was down for it if you're gonna suddenly decide to do it yeah, like you, you should can't, you still can't just, like, do be it. like yeah. again like hey are you sure this is okay because yeah. i'm about to do this yeah that's fucked and that's really nasty and mm-hmm. i feel bad for her that is nasty that's kind of just like in such a violation he knew what he was doing yeah so that's why it's kind of like oh and he knew she didn't like it yeah yeah Ugh. How though? How do you, do you like? How do you, how well, do you get guess, married with that guy, knowing that he's <laughs> hey, like that type of person? I th- so you can pee with a boner. I guess so. You you can heard, pee. Yeah, you just, can. But it's like I thought it was like impossible if you're having sex yeah. to pee. I would have thought it was like painful to pee with, unless he went it's like soft enough. and then pee. Nah, you can't. You can't even go in. Thank, shout like, out! Shout he, out to my fifth but, grade like, teacher. He made it very but, clear in growing and changing. Already in. And yeah, what then, if you're like, just like, when... like pizza doughing yourself? <laughs> so what? You just he just, just sat like, in there. <laughs> ew! 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 That's so fucking gross. <laughs> like, I mean, like the whole the whole concept of like morning wood. I know you can, like, that's the whole concept of morning wood is like you pee first thing in the morning. Yeah. With with a woody. <laughs> But like my my growing and changing teacher made it he made it very clear that it's like biologically changing teacher. <laughs> he made it very clear in fifth grade for me that like there are certain things that biologically cannot happen when you're doing this act. I'm not finding it hard to believe that he was able to do it. I just yeah. find it hard to believe that he did it and that he wanted I genuinely I've never heard of this kink before. I've never heard of anyone wanting to do yeah. that. I've heard I know of the that some people kink. like pee, but not like peeing inside of someone. Yeah, I've know, never heard of that. that. I know like peeing on people is like mm-hmm. some BDSM yeah. type of yeah. stuff, but But I mean as I assume that if you can pee with morning wood, you could try you could force it out while you're You probably yeah. <laughs> Imagine how focused he has to be. I just can't imagine like <laughs> Did she just like lay there the whole time he was pe- like? Did he pee com- like fully? Like he one hundred percent? I would hope not. Like, I hope a, it's with maybe a full bladder. That's like a minute worth of pee going inside uh... of her. So do you think that that's terrible? That is so gross. That's so. That's actually so gross. Yeah. How would he still have to pee after sex? No. These guys get UTIs too. Yeah. His, I mean, probably eventually he would, but. Well, if he was like, if he, this is fucking gross, but if he like peed in her and then pulled out right away, I would assume that all of his bacterial shit is gone and it's inside of her instead. Yeah, that's the whole part of peeing is just to cleanse the urethra. In all seriousness, though, that is seriously messed up and I feel so sad for her. And honestly, I would fucking, is she married to him? Dude, I'd fucking. What's what's her? Do you know her Reddit username by any chance? It was like anonymous. Oh, oh, you're right. She said that. Dang. That would have been funny if she like had her name. No. That's I don't know. That's just like disgusting to me. Anything non-consensual in sex is just not. Yeah. Not it. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I hope somebody like pees inside him one day. Whoa. All right. This one is called backstabbed. So me or so I. 
20 female, and my boyfriend, 20 male, are saving up for a house. Where we live, it costs a lot of money to buy even the simplest and cheapest furniture so you can even guess the price of a house. We've made an agreement, <clears throat> excuse me, we made an agreement 18, 18 months ago. I would save up for the house now and he would buy the furniture. Now I have saved up a lot, but I quickly found out that my boyfriend was very bad at saving. So I tried to help him and guide him. He plays a lot of games on his computer and sometimes buys things for his games. I told him that he had to stop. So for the next 16 to 17 months, did I let him be and fo- er, I let him be and focused on my part. Yesterday I started talking about our future again, as I tend to overthink and become too worried about money and money trouble, so I wanted some clarification. And to my surprise, I found out that he barely had saved up more than more than when I left him to do it alone. <laughs> alone. I feel backstabbed by him. As I talk a lot about money trouble, not that I have ever been in it, but fear to be in it. Not ever have I once tried. On Saturday, I'll sit down with him and look through his bank and into his accounts with him to where we can see where all his money goes, and I'm deeply disturbed by his betrayal. And I know some of you may think we're too young to buy a house together or anything. It's also kind of hard to explain, but we knew we were going to be parents together one day. We have our own house and our own future in our plans. So please don't turn please don't turn this into some young stupid thing cuz I didn't see this or I did not see the signs or whatnot. I just wanted to get this off my chest and it has made me rethink a lot lately. Sounds like she's like 46 living in a 20-year-old's body. I'm not going to lie. I zoned out the first half cuz I was still thinking about that last one. Um can you sum it up for me? Basically, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend were, were wanting to save up to buy a house. They were going to save up individually and she was going to purchase the house or like the down payment mm-hmm. and he was going to buy the furniture. It's very expensive to buy furniture in a house wherever they live. But he basically, um, we'll just say he started with $1,000 and then a year and a half later, she was like, oh, how much money do you have saved up for the furniture? And he was like $112 or $1,012. So he has saved basically nothing, spending all the money that he's been using while she's saving all of her money. And yeah. she feels betrayed because, like, he, she thinks he, they're, like, they're not going to be able to buy the house and buy the furniture and everything that they need. Okay, sorry, but, like, from the start, it was an unfair deal that she was going to buy the house and he was going to buy the furniture. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, you can, you can buy a house for, like, 3.5% down. So, like... Three and a half percent of like a hundred thousand dollar house is like thirty five hundred bucks. But like for a five hundred thousand dollar house, if that's what you're going for with a with a really small down payment, it's not even like twenty grand. So, but like, is she gonna keep paying for the house? No, he's I would assume not they split Well, no, she that. she was gonna pay for the down payment just to get the house, and then he was gonna pay for the furniture, the couches, the bed, like everything to go inside of the house. Now, it might be relatively unequal, but also I guess I, mm. we don't really know what, who knows? They could have really, really expensive taste and they want a $7,000 couch. Yeah. Because yeah. like, uh, and I th- kind of think that was the vibe and like their agreement going into it is like, otherwise, and then they were both going to pay for the house every month for the mortgage. But I'm kind of like, well. She had to know before all of this that he was not good with money. Yeah. Well, she found out eight, 16 months later. 16 months later that you only saved $12. Yeah. That was just a number. Oh. 
just to because I was just saying that because she said that he started with a pretty much the exact yeah. amount that he originally mm. had. At least he didn't spend the grand. <laughs> hey, the grass is always greener yeah. on the other side, chick. She uh, can just learn yeah. for next time that she just manages all of the money. Was she saying that she wanted advice or that she just wanted to get it off her chest? She wanted to get it off her chest. Because mm. she's, I think she just is frustrated. Yeah. And well, was, I'd be pissed. And she was like, don't hit me with this. That's too young, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Because I mean, given, I mean, you're 20 years old buying a house. It's possible. But like, yeah, yeah. I mean, furniture can't furniture can get pretty expensive. Like, I mean, we, it sounds like she saved her part. Yeah. Oh, she did yeah, save her so part. Definitely did. I. But they're gonna go through just, his finances in a meeting. Like, they, them two are gonna sit down and go through his whole bank account. I and see not, dude, I would be so scared on. going into that meeting. <laughs> so I would, would I. Not ever. If that, if he saved almost nothing in that much time, I'd be like, we're not getting a house together. I like I can't yeah, trust you to pay for anything. But like, that's that's her turmoil though, because like right. she feels like like they have had plans to to be parents together and like live their life together. Yeah. I'd be rethinking 20. those plans because I'd be like, how is he going to support our fucking children when he can't save anything in sixteen months? True. Like say, <clears throat> I mean, you can live pretty also, frugally, and you spending that much money on games. I like know. I spend money on games, but not that. Yeah. Like, okay, that much. like that that's much money. Insane. Like what is he buying? Yeah. It'd be one thing if he used all this money paying for something important, like a, an unexpected medical bill or something like that. But he just bought random shit. It's like what we talked about in the other podcast. Like people who just are so bad with money, it's like you're it's childish yeah. to me. Yeah. And I think if he can't save money like he committed, like he made a commitment that he would do this with her. And he didn't follow through on his part. It's just like, is that someone that you could trust building a future with? Because it's expensive to start a family. It's expensive mm-hmm. to own a house. Yeah. And I think it's just going to be a big burden on her. That's fucked on his part. I'd be pissed. Well, what's going to happen is, say, say they both grow up in like, we'll just say 10 years. They're like super successful making a whole boatload of money. Like, is he just going to spend all the money on a bunch of random like. stuff yeah. that has nothing? It. Yeah, that has nothing yeah. to do with the house. Like, is he going to go yeah. buy a Mercedes? Yeah. They live in South Dakota. He buys a boat. <laughs> but like, in the middle of winter. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, though, it's like, even if he agreed to keep paying for the house after the down payment, it's like, I wouldn't count on him fucking doing that. Fair. She's going to get stuck with everything. And yeah. the, now it's like, so what are you going to do? Are you going to give him more time? Be like, okay, we'll buy a house in another 16 months. What if he doesn't have anything saved then? Mm-hmm. Seems then it's like, like you kind of have to do that, right? And that's like 32 months of your life that you just waited, yeah. wasting. You just wasted it waiting on this fucking man who can't save a fucking dollar. But they're in love. Seems like she's <laughs> happy with I don't. I wouldn't love him anymore. <laughs> but is that his only flaw? Because if he's... That's a, a big flaw, though. But that's if like he's A-plus a with literally everything else. How do we know the money he's spending isn't on her and food and yeah. this and that? And, and a He's little bit on video games. so <laughs> much money on her that he doesn't have any money saved. What I'm curious, what I want to know, and this is so TMI and I would never know. I want to know like what their income is because it's like, well, if he's not making a lot of money, honestly, it could be hard to save a lot of money if you're not making a lot of money. If, and if you like have rent and food and stuff like that. Yeah. So I can understand that. But like if he's making a decent amount. Yeah. 
or even like not even paying for he rent. Has enough, he has he has enough to spend on games, so he's got yeah. a little bit of positive. But it, yeah, and again, he didn't save like anything. Yeah. yeah, like anything. It'd be one thing if he just like didn't meet the goal that they wanted. That's pretty. If tough. he was like a little bit short of what they were expecting, yeah, I could work with that. That's yeah. fine. What's what's your little short amount? Like, like a couple thousand, or like yeah, let's couple, let's say their goal was, I don't know, fifteen grand. Yeah, but he mm-hmm. was at even if he was at like ten grand, that's still like okay, like it's not ideal. I agree, and I'd probably be like, okay, like I still am down to buy a house with you, but I do think that we need to wait a little bit longer yeah. and save a little or bit. Maybe more. you could live without a dinner table for a couple yeah. months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, get get one couch. Make sure you have or a get comfy bed. Cheaper stuff. Yeah, yeah, like invest in a really nice bed and yeah. mattress. Yeah, maybe maybe get like. A small couch mm-hmm. that will do, and then eventually buy a bigger mm-hmm. couch, right. and that small couch will be your like guest seating or something. Yeah. Yeah. But if like if you were going for that fifteen grand, and you're you started at a thousand, and you're at like a thousand five hundred, like dude, I'm not like, buying a fucking house with you. <laughs> well, because he's twenty, so if he's either in college, yeah. living in a dorm, and we don't know his financial situation, but like if he's not paying rent, or like mm-hmm. if he's living at home and he's not paying any rent and not paying food. Yeah. Like, yo, he's spending yeah. a lot of money on those video games. It also comes across to me like maybe this was more her idea than yeah, his. And definitely. it just shows like he's not ready for this. Yeah, and definitely. if he's not, that's okay. But it's a conversation that they need to have. But like, yeah. if he's always known in his mind that he, he's not ready for this, he should have said that from the start rather than let her sit mm-hmm. here for, all, for yeah. over a year mm-hmm. thinking that they were about to buy a house. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Kind of scuff. Okay. Okay, here's one, and then this we'll do this one, and then just wrap it up. Yeah, and this will be our last one. So, <laughs> so I've been sexting a guy who has a girlfriend. Nice. <laughs> so, okay. <clears throat> so I talked to this guy for a while, and things got really heated. We would sext all the time, and then afterwards, he would just unadd me. <laughs> I thought it was Dude, fuck that. Guy. I thought it was just post nut clarity, so I was fine, but he would keep coming back and would he and would keep going at it. One night I made him swear he wouldn't do it again and he promised. After we were done, he unadded me. I was pissed. <laughs> the next day he adds me back and I lay into him. He finally breaks down and tell me tells me he has a girlfriend but doesn't want her to know that but he really likes me. I am I'm at a loss because I've cheated or I've created such a bond with him. Now I found out I'm the other woman. We stopped sexting, but now it's awkward. I really like him as a person, but I know he only likes me for my dot, dot, dot assets. (laughs) Hey, bruh. How, how could you find out you're the other woman and then be like, but I really like it. Like I, I'm a firm believer in like how you lose them. How, or how you get him is how you lose him. Mm-hmm. Um, he will absolutely do that to you if you. End Dude, up I with say this him. shit all the time, but just fucking break up with your significant other if you like. Yeah, else. fuck that shit. Like, come on. Like, you obviously have a more fun yeah. time sexting this one girl than yeah. with your fucking girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that. Was, I think that like it's so terrible because yeah. it's like she's finding out she's the other woman. Now they both are like digging on each other hard, but now he's like at a crossroads because he's like, well, I really like my girlfriend though, but I really like you. Dude, that's so fucked. He's just like, he like nuts and then unadds her <laughs> yeah. for the day. <laughs> How did she even meet him? 
<clears throat> I don't know. She doesn't say. The fuck is this guy? I wonder if I can. And I'm sorry, but she's a dumbass for continuing to entertain him throughout yeah. all of that. It was already a red flag when he kept on adding you. That alone is like a problem. And then you find out you're the other woman. You still stick around. That's a problem. Yeah. And then he's, st- then he's still proceeding to be like, yeah, I do like her, but I also like you. Like, like, you know, there's so many problems <clears throat> with this guy. The comments are kind of fire, though. Are they roasting her? Uh, some, some are, some are. So the first one is, if he would cheat on his girlfriend, he would cheat on you. Facts. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is, unless he's going to get serious and is willing to, one, tell her the truth about you and leave her, or two, choose her and stop stringing you along, you should leave. It won't be easy and it will hurt, but your feelings matter and he needs to realize that. Mm-hmm. Queen. Yeah. And then the, and then the <laughs> next one goes... What are you asking? Block him and find someone who likes you more than your assets. <laughs> now, now that you are aware you are the other woman, you are as at fault as well. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. someone commented on that. I'm not, or she commented on that. She's going, I'm not asking anything. It's off my chest for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> this was 30 minutes ago. Damn. Damn. She posted this 30 minutes ago. Yo. I do agree with that, though. Like, the, the minute that she knew that she was the other woman, like, she is equally at... Right. Like, she's guilty. Oh, yeah. She yeah. literally she, needs to say, okay, you either cut it off and we do something, or we stop and mm-hmm. I unadd you. Yeah, you have to cut it off one way. Yeah. Yes. That There's no... You, you cannot do both. Yeah, no. Yeah. But I, I do think that this guy, though, like, what an asshole. Like, he, at the he's end of the day... Horny. Yep. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Literally shut the fuck up. I'm you are giving kidding. me the egg so I'm hard right joking. now. You're giving me the fucking I'm egg. Joking. <laughs> no, but it's like he's the one who has a commitment to someone else. Like right. realistically, this girl is still an asshole if she goes mm-hmm, for it. Sure. But like she doesn't know this girl. She has no obligation to her. Yeah. It's it shows that it shows how much he's at fault because like yeah. if he's so torn between it, it shows that like he probably is not ready for a committed yeah. monogamous can't relationship be alone. Yeah. no which and honestly hey that's fine some people can't be alone at certain stages in yeah, their just life just make sure all parties know that yeah yes yeah. but don't go around sexting a girl only whenever you want to get a nut right and then just go and then go buy your girlfriend lunch and then go have a date or something like yeah. you can't do that right. he's he's in the wrong but she's also just yeah. as much in the wrong yeah. for like she, yeah, I agree. Now that, I mean, she didn't know until recently, but like now that she knows, it's on her yeah. just yeah. as much. It's also <clears throat> so unfair of him because obviously this is not what the, the girl did, but say she was one of those stand-up people who was like, you have a girlfriend, like that's fucked up. I want nothing to do with you. That's an unfair to put, like, position to put someone else in because I would feel horrible if I had been talking to someone and found out I was the other woman. I'd mm-hmm. feel guilty even though it's not my fault. Yeah. But it's like, now you've just made two people feel really shitty for no fucking reason yeah. other than because you wanted to bust a nut. True. Or if you have like a girlfriend who like doesn't put out as much as you want them to, you ha- that's a conversation you yeah. need to have with your yeah. girlfriend rather than finding other chicks and sexing them. Yeah. Yeah. And hope that you can get that little, right. that little bit of extra. Yeah. Where you, honestly, if you were honest with your significant other, she probably would say, you know what? Okay, give me some time. Let me figure out right. how to help. Yeah. Honestly, though, I'm... Not even going to, like, give him the benefit of the doubt yeah, in this situation, though. Like, not. I feel like even even if you were dating someone and you told them, like, I want you to have sex with me more and they weren't down, that doesn't give you permission to just yeah, go no. cheat. You're she still in this relationship. Yes, no, yes. it's just, it's more his fault than it is hers. Yeah. 
especially that he was not like when they first started, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And he and realistically, he probably knew that she didn't know. Yeah. So then when he like broke down about it, then I think his his emotions got the better of him. Yeah. If I'm her, I just say, okay, me or her, pick right now. Yeah. Yeah. If you pick her, great. I'll just unadd you and we're never going to speak again. Simple as that. He was actively like thinking about like, I have to unadd her one so my girlfriend doesn't see, but also because I don't want her to know that I have a girlfriend. Like he kept making the same choice of like deception. Deception. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah, screw him. But like seriously though. I will say, fuck girls like her too. Like the fact that she's even sitting here considering, like, oh, but I do like him. Like, yeah. you want to be with a yeah. guy who's cheating on his girlfriend for yeah. you right now? The first comment said it all. If he cheats on his girlfriend, he's gonna cheat yeah. on you. How you get them is how you lose them. Right. <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am, sir. Yes, sir. Sorry, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, drill sergeant Coon. <laughs> yes, drill sergeant Coon. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up for this yeah. week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed. Links are down below. Peace out. We'll see you next week. Fuck Austin. Yes, sir. sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping.